reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Salvation Sunday. Please tell the person next to you, Happy Salvation Sunday. Amen. I used to walk each day on my own. Until Jesus came and touched my life I am not the same Something's very different now I am born, I am born again I used to walk in sin each day But Jesus turned my life around It's all so wonderful, I
Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. A salvation Sunday. Amen. And God has been so merciful. Amen. Oh. 
to celebrate our salvation and what a blessing to say thank you for my salvation with a soul we thank you for the wonderful blessing of having a place in your kingdom in your temple Thank you for what you've done for us. We are grateful. We say, let your word have its free course in our lives and bless us mightily. In Jesus' name, amen. You may please be seated. It's a joy a blessing, a privilege, a great grace for me to welcome you to church this morning. And I believe that God will bless your life. Somebody is experiencing a major blessing this morning. And I don't know who that person is. But I'm sure you are the one. A major blessing is coming upon your life. Amen. So, this morning, we are here to, you know, to to minister our gratitude to God for everything he has done for us. One of the major celebrations we have in our lives is our birthdays. It's a major celebration. Not in the sense that you throw a party or you cut a cake, but it becomes your birthday is almost your identity. A lot of things you do hover around your birthday, your documents, your insurance, a lot of things because the day you were born is very important. Yes. Some have even taken it a step higher by looking at the, even the type of month you were born in. Whether you were born in November, or you were born in June, or you were born in December, all these have a way of determining certain things in your life. There are some relationships and fellowships that are for only June borns. So, if you were born in August, you are out. So, our physical and our natural birth circumstances have a lot to contribute to our lives. Now, we are also celebrating and lifting and projecting 
prominently in our lives our salvation, spiritual birth. That is why we even use the term born again. Yes, because the first birth or the first born The first born is when your mother born you <laughs> at Kolebu or Ridge. That's the first, your first born. And then <laughs> there's a second born where you are born again. So a Christian has two bonds. There's an initial bond, the Kolebu labor word bond, and then there is a spiritual bond. Unfortunately, many of us do not have the dates, our spiritual date of birth. But it's very important because a lot of things in your life are traceable to your spiritual birth. That if you have not been born again, perhaps you will not have the life you have now. Maybe you will not have married the person you've married. You will not have lived in the house you are living in. If you are not born again, perhaps some of us, I told the lady, I said the type of marital problems you are having, you are a very, you'll be a very good mental patient. Very good mental patient. <laughs> but the church and the work and the ministrations are sustaining you. So you are a normal person. Even in spite of the problems and circumstances you are in. Say amen. amen. So, today, we are having a kind of salvation Sunday. But that is not really a happy salvation Sunday. Today, as many of us as possible who understood this new life you live that it's a life of telling others about Christ and bringing souls into the kingdom a life of helping to build the church. Peter said, ye are lively stones, living stones. So everyone sitting here is a cement block. First Peter 2, verse 5, I think. Ye are lively stones. In fact, he goes on and says, built up into a spiritual house. So a church has two houses. The physical concrete roofing sheet house as well as a spiritual house. Unfortunately in this service there is a disparity between the spiritual house and the physical house where the physical house is somewhat completed but the spiritual house is a very, 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 very incomplete building. So today we brought 
cement blocks to build the church. How many of you brought a soul, a cement block today to build a church? Stand to your feet, let me see. If you brought a soul, if you brought someone, or should I, should I interpret it into tree? No, no, I'm serious. Should we do tree? Did you understand the English? Did you understand the English? So, I said, if you brought a friend to church today, a block for favor and mercy, Psalm 102 verse 13, said you will arise and show mercy unto Zion. For the time to favor her. Yea, the set time is come. And verse 14 says, For thy servants take pleasure in the stones and favor the dust thereof. So when you take pleasure in the stones, you enjoy mercy. And I'm just asking that. How many of you who were in the church service last week brought a soul? You brought someone today to church. You can stand up. So you see that we've not we didn't even do what we were supposed to do. That, that's why I, I, I didn't even know this, but I just felt that this is a different service we are having. But next week, we are going to have a happy Salvation Sunday next week. It's a happy. Don't, don't, don't clap. These hand claps don't mean anything. You, you clap when you are going to do it. You don't clap when you are. It doesn't concern you. So we are going to have a happy. Salvation Sunday. And what is a happy salvation? Thank you, please. You may be seated. Thank you. What is a happy salvation Sunday? A happy salvation Sunday is when we come to church to say, Thank you for my salvation. And it's something we are going to be having maybe once a year or twice a year as a very big event. Because when you experience salvation, something very great has happened to you if you are born again. Something very great has happened to you. And the lepers, the, the ten of them who were healed, and nine did not come back to say thank you. Jesus was sad that they did not show their appreciation. So next week, Sunday, we are going to have Happy Salvation Sunday to thank God with a soul. Now, it, we are not, there is no dress code. There is no dress code next week Sunday. Only those 
who bring a soul should wear white to come and say thank you to God. If you don't have a soul to say thank you, there's no point in joining in that celebration. And if you wear white, it means you are just deceiving yourself or you are deceiving, you are attempting, you are appearing to deceive God. And by wearing white, when you did not bring a soul, somebody will also deceive you. Yeah, because you are deceiving. Like this one, I've been deceived. A lot of you are wearing white. But it doesn't mean anything. But when you bring a soul, yes, I'm going to ask the, my singer next week, Mawirami, to compose or add more stanzas to the song she composed for us this morning. We are going to celebrate our salvation. Today, today's service was meant to build the church. We were supposed to bring souls. And the agenda, it was an agenda. You remember I, I preached last week, Sunday, about building the church. Or were you here on Sunday? Okay, so the agenda, I didn't hide my intentions from you. I told you that we were bringing blocks to build the church. But obviously, you are not interested in building the church. Next week's Sunday's service doesn't have that agenda. It's not an agenda to build the church. I was somewhere I think in this church, I was taking an offering. I've forgotten, I've been to places recently. I was taking an offering, but in that church, I had already, yeah, I think it's here. I had already printed uh, envelopes and a banner, yes, to raise funds for the cathedrals I'm building. I didn't hide my intentions. I came and said, I wanted money. Some of you gave $1,000. 5,000 CDs, 2,000. That was just about three weeks ago. Yeah. There was a banner on the stage. And I printed envelopes. I, I, it, I, a pastor shouldn't deceive his members. God can destroy me. So I came and I told you, and the money that came, I told my secretary, not even one Ghana city should be used to buy a light bulb in this church. If I want to buy bulbs in the church, I will come to you and say, give me money. There's no light in the church. Won't you give me money? I will not stand in front of you to ask money, put pictures of um, cathedrals and buildings, Make you give money only to use the money to buy what? An air conditioner for an office. No. So I remember that I was receiving an offering on one of the days. And I told you that I'm not raising funds. Those of you who were here, I think Fresh Winds. I said, I'm not raising funds. If I want to raise funds to build a cathedral, I'll come with a, a, a banner and print envelope. You know, the pastor who is standing in front of me, he wants money to build a church. Do you get the point I'm making? Yeah. But if the Lord speaks to me, I'm preaching on. What I'm talking about today that next week Sunday we are coming to thank God because I, I would have even said 
all of us should wear white. But now I'm not too sure what type of congregation it is. So the few who understand the language I'm speaking are those I'm relating with. That, and I'm saying that next week Sunday's service, the intent is not to build the service. If it ends up building the service, I, I don't mind. Some of you can even do your reset. Reset. That is the exam you failed today. You can write it again next week Sunday. That, that's your problem. Because those who brought souls, I'm going to pray a special prayer of mercy and favor. Just two sentences and you see the testimonies that will come into their lives. Next week Sunday is not a Sunday service to bring blocks. We are coming with souls to say thank you for my salvation, for saving me. I'm bringing a soul. And I'm saying that those who bring souls on Sunday to join me on the Happy Salvation Sunday should wear white. That if you don't bring a soul and you wear white, it means that there is deception in your spirit and you are only going to attract more deception for your life. Except those who want to do remedials, today's remedials, and then you want to bring a soul to make up for what you didn't do today. Yeah, because right now, as a pastor looking at you, I don't know what type of people you are. I don't, I don't, I'm not too sure. And I'm waiting to see what happens in uh, the other services as well. So next week, Sunday, in, even in the choir, you're not, no one, the only people who wear white are those who bring souls to say thank you. Because it's like, it's like when um, someone gives birth. Where's Amaska? Where is she? Uh, she, yes, yes. Uh, come, when are you naming your daughter? Your son, is it your son or your daughter? Daughter. When are you naming her? Uh, uh, dedicating her. Oh, that is already. Uh-huh. That Sunday, exactly, this is what I want. The Sunday you dedicated your daughter in church, did people come with you to church? People came. Who, who, who are those who came? And some relatives and a few friends. So you see that we were in the church. Oh. We had worn our normal khaki khaki or yellow and green. But there were some people in the service who appeared in white. Because they had come to celebrate the birth of their friend, daughter, sister. The dedication of their, of their friend's daughter. So as we are all here in our colored clothes. There were sprinklings of white because they had an agenda. They had come to celebrate the birth of a baby. Uh-huh. That is what we are doing next week Sunday. We are wearing our different red and green and so on. But the few who have come with a soul to celebrate their, their own salvation by thanking God with a soul, they are those. So you see that we are wearing green, but somebody is wearing white. Now, the one wearing white has brought a soul. And of course, Hebrews 6 verse 7. Thank you, mommy. Hebrews 6 verse 7. It says, for the earth, which drinketh in the rain, that comes. This is old English. Mommy, give me a new translation. It says, when the ground soaks up the falling rain and bears a good crop for the farmer. It has God's blessing. That is the ground. When you receive rain, falling rain, and then the rain comes down and you respond to the rain coming down with a good crop. Like plantain or contumere. 
or beans or corn. So the rain comes down and then you also respond with corn. I preached a series here. Uh, the, the title was Responses. Some years ago. You can go for the message. Now, the Bible says that the ground which responds to rain by growing corn receives a blessing from God. So next week, we are going to receive a blessing. The few, not everybody. Now I know that nothing is general. The six or five who are going to respond with a soul to the rain. And I'm going to show you now why salvation is a type of rain and a blessing in your life. So it says that when you receive the rain of salvation and you bear a good crop of a soul, there's a Bible. It's not like my preaching. It it has God's blessings. How many of you want God's blessings? Fine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next verse. But if a field bears thorns and thistles, it is useless. These are not my English words. Like like a pastor, he he insults people and says, no, it is the Bible. The farmer will soon condemn that field and burn it. The King James says, it is nigh unto a curse. That is, after receiving salvation, if you bring up painful things, like this morning, for instance, you've caused me pain. Jeremiah 3.15. Jeremiah 3.15. Beautiful. We'll come back to Hebrews 6. He said, and I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. So from, so he said, I, God, I will give you pastors. So when you see a pastor standing in front of you, that pastor is representing God. Very important. That is why Hebrews 13, 17 says that even when there's on the, on the judgment day, pastors will be called. Because pastors represent God. It says, obey them that have ruled over you and submit yourselves for they watch for your souls. It's just big English, plenty talk for pastors. Shepherds. All this is long English for shepherds. As they must give account. We will give account that they may do it with joy. For instance, like if this morning there's a rapture or something happens and I'm called to give an account of divine encounter service. So, 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 they are useless. They are useless. It's a, it's a useless service. And I'm, it, it will not be my word. I'll only be borrowing the Bible's words. Look at it. Go back to the, the word. It's not my word. New Living Translation. Hebrews 6, 8. You see it right there. It, says, it is useless. But thank God we are likely to see next week, inshallah. We are likely to be in church next week. It is next week that we will know whether you are useless or you are useful. Yeah, because the, the, the reign of salvation Some of you sitting here The church Salvation Salvation I'm seeing Mr. Engman there Your sons You know You know yourself What type of life Your children were living One of them Is getting married Am I lying? Yes Salvation Not World Bank loan not a uh, uh, help me 
some loan from UNESCO or UN. No. Because of salvation. Some of his sons who should have gone mad. 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 He knows what I'm talking about. Or you don't know what I'm talking about, Mr. Engman. You don't know. Do you know? Yes. Because of salvation. Today, he doesn't visit a psychiatric hospital. Because of salvation. I don't remember the last time he saw a police station. Police station. Yes, because one of his sons could have easily been behind bars. He knows what I'm talking about. He knows exactly what I'm saying. I hope he knows. If he doesn't know, it means I know more about his family than he does. So you, you must see me after church. I'll brief you. I will ab- update you on, uh, on your children. Because of salvation, he has not been to, the, to, the, to even a mortuary. Or a cemetery. Yes. So if the reign of salvation comes upon you, and to say thank you to God, you rather bring pain, thorns. Hey, but what type of people are these? Preach yes last week, Sunday, sweating, talking. It's like they're just looking at your face. Whoa. Hey. I will bet I better find some little boys and girls in the classroom and spend my Sundays. Oh, it's, it's more profitable for me. I will, I will easily turn away from a church like this. I can understand why pastors leave churches. So clear to me today. But I, I, I take it that you didn't understand what I was saying last week. We'll look at whether you are truly useless or useful next week Sunday. That's when I will judge you. And my judgment on you, the service, would be a great judgment. <laughs> don't, don't, don't joke. So next week, the seven or the six or the ten of us who want to give a good crop for the rain that comes from now, from above, the seven or six, the Bible says that you will receive a blessing. You will have God's blessing on your education on your marriage, on your business, on your health, there's a blessing. Because you are saying, Father, I thank you for my salvation. But if instead of a good crop, you rather bring up thorns and briars and thistles, then you are useless. Your only use is to be gathered and bent. I don't think you are enjoying the message I'm preaching today. You, you can choose to enjoy it. It's up to you. You can choose to enjoy it. It will even get worse as it is becoming prophetic because it can swing in any direction. You, some of you must find new churches. <laughs> it's up to you. So this morning, that is it. Salvation I'm pointing to somebody, a physical human being in the church, and I'm telling him that physically that not, not, I've not I've rather his sons sold money into your they sold money into my life. They, they rather bless me. A lot of the work I'm doing in this church, I'm doing it with his children. It's a very, very important family to me. The end man's very important. Very important. But he knows. I'm even surprised that he has never come to stand here to even share a testimony of what God has done to his family. Or oh, oh, say, you don't, don't you know why, what your children were doing? Do you know? Do you know what type of sons you had? You know. Wow. So be very careful. And that is just God. You can extend it to your mother, your father, anybody who has been good to you. Anybody who has poured rain, the rain 
of accommodation. Some of you, where you are staying, somebody opened this door and said, come and stay there. It's a type of rain. Make sure that you are always giving the person something, not money or food or car, but the person should feel gratitude. It brings a blessing. Now I've switched from God. It's not the prophetic. I've switched. I'm talking about even your classmate who taught you how to answer a question. Make sure that once a while, even on his birthday, you send him a happy birthday to give him a good feeling. Everybody say good feeling. Good feeling. Yeah. Because this morning, you've not given me a good feeling. But I've forgiven you. I'll watch you next week. So, salvation is very powerful. It's not money. It's not food. It's not clothes. But when, when you are saved, I mean, many of us sitting here, it is because of salvation that you are even a normal person. It's because of salvation that you have been able to finish school. Because you could have easily impregnated a girl and when your friends are writing wasi, you will be doing outdooring. Salvation, because of salvation that some of us here are not in jail, are not on drugs, are not drunkards. Salvation. Titus chapter 2 verse 11. And I will end here. Titus 2 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to everybody, has appeared to ten lepers. Only that out of the ten, only one is grateful. Like today, for instance, the ratio is almost like one is to ten. If you count those who stood up and our numbers, more than even one is to ten. The grace of God. Now, I was shocked. I will not lie to you. I've always known grace, 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 grace. And the grace of God, the general wealth is help. But this morning, I actually took time to look into the dictionary, the Bible dictionary. For the first time in my 32 years of salvation, today is the first time I actually looked up the meaning of charis. And I was shocked. And I'll read to you. What I saw as the meaning of charis, from which we have charisma, charismata, I was surprised. It says charis. It says that charis is that which affords joy, pleasure, delight. Sweetness, charm, loveliness, that which affords pleasure, joy. That is, the grace of God is what God uses to bring pleasure into your life. That which affords, that which makes you have pleasure, joy, sweetness, that in your life... That it, if God wants to bring sweetness into your life, what he will use, he says, for the grace of God, that brings salvation. So salvation is the channel God uses to put joy in your life. To put sweetness, a little sweetness is salvation. Check it carefully. Charis. Not English, not Oxford or Thessalonians. Strong concordance, the, 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 the Greek word carries what it means that which affords joy, pleasure, delight, sweetness. So it's a, it's a, the grace of God, that, that agent of God that introduces sweetness into your life is salvation. Had it not been for your salvation, you, your, you for instance, would have impregnated like some three women. I'm telling you. I know you very well. More than you think I know you. But because you are saved, 
I mean, can you imagine the number of women I would have married by this time if I wasn't born again? You, 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 you can't imagine it. This man sitting here wearing tie. This man is only salvation that has given his with his one wife. You cannot imagine the Legon girls who would have been sweeping in his car like a trotro and his mate. But thank God for the grace of God. We look normal. We look polished. We look dignified. Is that it is God's way of introducing sweetness? Yes, Mr. Marco. That is what we are coming next week. That is the six of us. The six of us will come next week to say, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. And I expect somebody like Mr. Engman to bring two souls, but you'll be surprised. You will come to church next week alone. I know them. Because perhaps they don't even understand what God has done for them. That's why sometimes God also, as like in the Garden of Eden, he made a garden, he blessed them, whatever. When he saw that they were misbehaving, he just removed them from the garden. Out! Yeah. God can reverse his blessings. You won't believe it. He can reverse your life. You will go back to your original behavior. How things were in your house. Had it not been for salvation that entered your house through a door. Like, like the house you are staying, salvation entering your house is what has given you the semblance of peace and happiness and sweetness and joy and delight and pleasure. God can remove that salvation. God, if it can enter, it can leave. So, Easy pickings. Easy pickings. No stress. No stress. I was in Kumasi two days ago. I saw Mr. Ponsamisa's daughter. Beautiful. She looks like a model. When you look at her face, it's true. I wonder what type of human being she is. If she was in America, she would be a catwalk model face of Africa, very beautiful girl, two girls who by this time would have been sampled by SRC president JCR coordinator, messenger to the clerk this girl's house accountant everything I'm saying uh, I appear to be joking so you hear the surreal story Next week Sunday is Happy Salvation Sunday. We are going to town to look for a soul. And we are bringing the soul to church to say, Father, I thank you. And that soul will not be the pastor's responsibility. If you want to deceive me by bringing a soul and you wear white after church, you give him a drop in to go home. It's like political rally. You just bust them, just give them money to go. And you have, you have no relationship. No, you won't follow up the person. You won't pray for the person. It's up to you. It's all yours. I, I, but by the way, as we, let's also agree that we will not forget Hebrews 6, 7, and 8. Try, 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 try. Let's try. Let's try. Try not to forget Hebrews 6, 7. You can write. You can, this is how to remember. 6, 7, 8. Everybody say 6, 7, 8. 6, 7, 8. 6, 7, 8. That's it. Just remember it. It will guide you. Stand to your feet and let's close. Your daughter, your daughter, sitting in church. I'll watch you next week. I'll watch you. That's what you are doing. Let me move away from here. Please lift your hands and just thank God for your salvation. And say that next week, I'll try. Those of you who are not bothered, I now know that only about six, I've got, I've got only about six members in this church, in this service. So you can just, as we are thanking God, you can sing or you can read a magazine. Kaladosa, Kebrekatosa. Thank you, Jesus. Every eye closed, please.
and every head bowed. Please close your eyes and bow your heads. What a blessing. I've enjoyed the service. I believe God has spoken to us. Please put your hand down and, and close your eyes. Because I'll need someone to put up his hand. Somebody here who is not born again. I've told you, salvation is what God uses to introduce sweetness into your life. Salvation. And all its ramifications. And the relationships that come. There many people are, not many, most of the people I know is because of salvation. And I can point to each of them who have introduced sweetness, a little drop of sweetness, some delight, some joy, some pleasure. I can point them out. Only because of my salvation, I would never have met you if I was only in Kolebu. Never. I was eating chocolate in my office last week Sunday. I was delighted. It's salvation. It's a, it, it, it is related to salvation. The person who brought it is not my patient. It's not. The patients don't give chocolate to doctors. <laughs> so you are here today. You are not born again. You are missing some sweetness. You are missing some sweetness. You are missing some delight. You are missing some pleasure. I want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. No. Pastor, this nonsense must stop. I want to be born again today. If you are here and you want to get born again, lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes, I see your hand. You want to introduce joy, delight, sweetness. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Parasu Madeka. Shataba. If your hand is up, you want to be born again. Come to me in front here. I want to pray for you now. Come. I told you. You see, that's happened. Good. Watch it carefully. Let it also be your life. Lift your two hands, please. Lift your two hands. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm very sorry. Please forgive me. Say, I've gone far from you. I'm, I'm lost. But today, you have been merciful to me. Thank you for giving me this chance to be born again. Father, please receive me. Wash me. Cleanse me. Make me new again. I want to serve you. I want to love you. I thank you. I bless you. Thank you for my salvation. Next week, say next week, I'm bringing a soul to say thank you for my salvation. I'm grateful for this great blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.